0: Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of st- I mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a, a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite so genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 1-0 at hero.co. If you can focus all this time on trying to be somebody that everybody else wants you to be, just do it in developing who you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then see how far you'll get. Cause I, I didn't start doing that until like my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, when I look back on it in high school there were those kids who are like you that used to get bullied a lot, right? Mm-hmm. But now I look at look back on it, I'm, I'm envious of those kids because at least they were themselves unapologetically mm-hmm. every fucking day in five, four, Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain podcast. I am your host, David So. If you haven't heard of this podcast before, you are a fucking loser and nobody loves you. (laughs) I hate you so, so much. <laughs> I hate you with everything that I have, you piece of shit. And this is where I get demonetized because this is how I start my podcast. Cheers. We Cheers. have two very, very special guests here. We have Donovan and Jojo. If you don't know who they are, fucking know about them right now. I actually just, this is very interesting, right? This is the first time I've ever had somebody who started as a fan to be on this podcast.
1: Yeah
0: ever, which it doesn't that's, that's, normally
1: that's so, that's
0: so- <laughs> <laughs> it normally doesn't happen this way because usually like, you know, fan intera- fan interactions are very one off. Right. Yeah. Like how often and how many times it happened where I actually sit down and get to know somebody like you don't really see that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one day I get a I get a DM from somebody. Right. <laughs> and it's really in the off chance that I was checking my DM. I'm getting the full story right now, too. Yeah. <laughs> like legit. I I've don't check my DMs like that, right? Which is why I never have brand Brandy also. Cause yeah, I just, <laughs> it gives me anxiety. I was like, I don't want to deal with this shit. Um, so Jojo hits me up. I, I have no idea who Jojo is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like clicking through, saying thank you to a few people here and there, and mm-hmm. I see Jojo. So I was like, oh, who's this? And you knew my favorite spot to eat at, which is like Kassan Pie. It's this place out in South Pasadena. Yes. And so either way, I was going to be there anyways. So I'm like, you know what I might as well so Jojo you tell the story right? oh my
2: god okay so this was in 2020 right I think yes, so yeah. it was it was okay so I this is my husband Donovan I love him so much um we were get a little closer to the mic oh hey sorry yeah. <laughs> so in 2020 I reached out to David and I was just like how cool would it be if we met David so just because we are both big fans but Donovan, especially like when we first started dating, he introduced you to introduce me to your videos. And I was like, that would be really, really cool. I don't know if he'll do it. I don't know if he'll see my message, but I reached out. I was like, I think I said, Hey, dude, would you be down to meet me and my boyfriend? To <laughs> be down to hang out with me and my boyfriend, Donovan? We think you're really cool. <laughs> I think I said that, but like, I was definitely nervous. I was like, he's not going to see it either way, but. You did. Yeah, it's it, cool. it so
0: random too because it's like, I don't know. Like, either way, I'm going to eat a costume fight either way. So I was like, you know what? If it's his birthday, just have him come through. Say, have him say what's up. <laughs> right? I was like, why the fuck not? I'm in a happy mood. And so we meet. Everything is cool, right? The the thing is, like, I had no idea what you guys did. I didn't know mm-hmm. what you did. I didn't know what she did or whatever. I was just like, yeah. I'm about to eat some breakfast and I'm just going to meet a fan and say what's up and say hi. There you go. Right? And so. Lo and behold, I, 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 I click on your stuff. I'm like, oh, he does videos. Oh, this is really, really good. Right? I do videos. <laughs> and then I click on it. I was like, oh, you're a dancer.
3: <laughs> you
0: both have a huge following. I had no fucking idea. You know what I mean? I had no idea that you guys were also in the same entertainment space as me. Mm-hmm. I just assumed that you, you, know, you were fans and we were just going to eat some breakfast. <laughs> just, just Essentially, right that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's yeah. really what it was. And then it was kind of odd because... I think at this space in my life there's a lot of people who I meet who don't who I think like in your guys's age group, right? The the content that they create is is content that I'm not really fond of, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of just um same old bullshit. You know, them, them coming up, scaring somebody in a park, doing the interview. Yeah. So yeah. What, what, what dick size is small? Is the five or is it four inches oh Is small? God. And they ask somebody in the streets. And I'm like, oh, this is usually the content that I see. Three is a great
1: size. <laughs> <laughs> three, right three is average, damn it. It's no. average. Yeah. Average. <laughs> it's actually massive. <laughs> I
2: didn't even know that was like a thing that people did. Yeah, it's they, a
1: thing. They, they just <laughs> walk up and they ask people like stupid, obscene like questions.
2: Like a public ex- experiment? It's really? the hottest
1: thing right now where they ask okay. people dumb questions. Yeah, it's the it's the interview style content where it's just it's easy or it's repeatable and Mm -hmm. it requires Literally (laughs) zero zero prep zero
0: talent or anything. Yeah There's like zero talent and like there's ways to do it where it's fucking funny. Yeah Oh, yeah, it's just these people who are doing are not funny people. They're not very smart or intelligent so (laughs) it's like uh, They're just trying to be as famous as possible and you know, I see this content. I'm like, ugh. but you guys are very different I think you guys have you put a lot of like heart and effort into your stuff. And so for somebody who is who has been in this space for a long time, for people like me, we always look for new people to inspire us. We rarely get inspired by people, I'm not rarely, but we've already been inspired by people who came ahead of us. Now we look for a younger generation to see like, "Oh, this <clears throat> is what I want to see like people create." So, both of you as dancers was pretty insane cuz I didn't even know you danced until later on. <laughs>
3: you
1: know. Yeah, a lot a lot of people don't know. I mean, it's been it's been a minute so like we've we kind of came up out here, and I came out to LA originally to be a dancer. So, what ended, eventually ended up happening is that you know, like we were, we met, we danced together, and then I eventually kind of trickled off into like film and all that because I liked filming dancers, I liked making, I liked uh, being in control of how dance was consumed on the internet and on video and all that. And so, <clears throat> just through time. It ended up being like a power couple thing where she's the choreographer, the dancer, I'm the director, I'm the, you know, I'm the guy that films and, you know, changes all that so, yeah, it's it's been working so far so the fact that people are like, oh, you dance too? And I'm like, yeah, it's been it's been a minute but <laughs> yeah. I can get down still a little yeah, bit Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. The, so we, we just had dinner not that long ago and then your guys is like personal, like I had no idea that you were living out of your fucking car, which is the wildest thing ever, right? And I think a lot of the times when when we talk about people's mm-hmm. success stories, and usually when people come on a podcast, is already by the time by, by that time they're here, they're already successful. Like you guys are already very successful in what you do, mm-hmm. right? But nobody gets to hear the come up story. And mm-hmm. I always talk about the process is so important to who you are at the end, right? And yeah. and I think like that come up story is the most inspirational, right? You can mm-hmm. see people mm-hmm. be at the top, but you don't know what it took for somebody to get here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when you told me that you lived out of your car. That shit blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people. Like when I first came here too, it was it was a struggle. Like I sold everything that I had. I yep. bought this 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 iMac. I had this this Canon uh, 5D Mark II. I think at the time or yep. some shit like that. <laughs> you know, it revolutionized the fucking video game. And I moved here. I had this box spring bed and this fucking desk from Walmart and I just stayed in that room and I remember the first check that I got was like a couple hundred bucks and I was like, Oh my god, <laughs> I can fucking buy food. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so there there were those moments. So like yeah. I want I want you to just kinda like tell that story of like how you got into like entertainment and, and the reasons why because you also said that you were in the you were gonna go to the fucking
1: military. It, yeah. No, it's uh so you know, just just you know. So going into that, so I come from a, a military family. My uh, my father's been in about 29 years in the Navy, um, and super thankful for you know all the time he's put in and to support our family. And with that structure, it became you know not just my dad, but my grandfather on my mom's side. He was in the army and now my brother is in the Navy. And now my brother. Oh, she's she's her a, it's a family. Oh, affair. It's, a, it's a family. It's basically the family business. So yeah. for me, it came down to like after high school immediately. It was like, OK, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to college? You're going to, you know, because dance for me growing up, you know, training and being a competition dancer is how I started. I trained for like six plus years, Uh, you know, like Classically whatever trained doing everything from hip-hop all the way down to ballet um, Figuring out what's what I'm doing after high school was like, okay, are you ready? You know, like let's be real Are you ready to take are you ready to do something serious? You know like because you know the margin for success in the dance space was already so small at that time Yeah, it was like okay like okay, let's take this seriously now What are you gonna do and I didn't know I put all my I put all my cards in, into into dance and I was like you know, I didn't have the best grades in school. And that's because I literally told told my teachers like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm going to dance. It's it's all good. I don't need I don't need the b- best in class. <laughs> I convinced I convinced English, my t- fuck that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 I can. I convinced my algebra two teacher because I, I, I was bad. at I was bad at math, terrible at math. And I convinced my algebra two teacher to on the very like last day before like report cards are due. I was like, hey. If if I if this if this D or F or whatever is on the support card, they're going to pull me out of dance. So I'm gonna need this to disappear. Yeah. And she was like, I got you. Wow. That's so, iconic. She, so she's Are like, all right, me? I'm gonna put you in algebra A, B. It's not a college course or whatever. i put you in algebra A, B. So you won't get credit. But I'll give you a C in that class, like just Mm-mm. standard. And I was like, bet. Yeah. <laughs> so when I did that, I was like, cool. And my parents didn't question it at all. I think they know this now. I'm not not sure if they do, but now they do. Yeah, (laughs) my dad (laughs) just like.
2: How does it it feel to have that pull with your teachers?
1: That's the one thing I've I've always been the kid that I I always made friends with the adults because I knew that if I would get into like some weird trouble, they'd be like, "Nah, he would never do that." So, I was able to you know do dance all the way through high school and then you know going into. uh, you know, adulthood. Um, I had a, I had that choice, and they, they put, My dad told me, you know, just based on his experience, he was like, "Hey, if you don't know what to do, we'll give you know we'll give you structure, we'll give you something to do. So, you know, go. We'll ship you off to the Navy, like. And i in my head, I'm like, that's not what I want to do, but it it's something. And this is the something that I feel like in any family, uh, mixed Asian or not, it's some you know the feeling of like doing something to make your family proud. Yeah, has always been like, has always been like a pillar. So for me, I had to really choose like, okay, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm a, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm gonna put my, my dancer dreams on the back burner. I'm gonna do the Navy first, you know, do my four years or whatever, and then who knows what happens after that, just to make uh, my family happy. And, you know, to give that, you know, that sense of like, hey, I'm doing what makes uh, what makes you proud. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening was I go to LA. I meet this one (laughs) and, you know, through us just interacting and us being together, you know, and we're just friends at the time. Uh, I remember being in full, you know, recruitment garb. I go to, I go to the recruitment office and I'm just like, you know, I'm doing my check-ins and then I get in the car. She was, she happened to be with me on the last day of uh, about two weeks before I shipped out. And she was like, you don't wanna do this, do you? And I was like, no, I don't. She's like, then don't. I was, like, I was like, I don't think you understand the weight, <laughs> the weight that that carries. But she was like, "What well, wait, you're going to regret it. Like if you if you don't chase your dreams now, like do you want to do you really want to do this? I was like, "Nah." So instead of so mind you, the recruitment office is about 10 minutes from my house in L.A. at the in L.A. is about two hours from my house. So Jesus Christ, I like crazy. like my childhood home. So. Yeah. I didn't go home. <laughs> I just went, we, me and her went straight to L.A.
2: He came home. <laughs>
1: and uh, I called my recruiter. I was like, hey, I'm not going to do it. Uh, you know, like, I'm going to, I'm going to chase my dreams. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, and when he asked me that question, I was like, yeah, no bet we're, we're doing it. Yeah. yeah. But the back of my thought was, the back of my head was, he's going to call my dad after this. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to call my dad. Am I sure? So, sure enough, I lay, I lay down, I let, it, I let him know, I'm like, okay, cool, we're good. 10 minutes after that call. That's fucking crazy, That's too, <laughs> that is too fast. Fucking snitch,
0: <laughs> snitch-ass recruiter. This motherfucker <laughs> said, are you sure? He goes, all right. Dude, guess what? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Your That's fucking what son happened.
1: just backed the fuck out of this
0: thing. <laughs> get him
1: (laughs) no but yeah then my dad called me you know we had we you know i it's really strained our relationship at that point because it was something where my dad and you know even now like me and my dad are great like me and my dad are great me and my mom are great our relationship is super um super good and they they're in complete support of everything that we do um now as a married couple as well along in including the journey but back then it was really strained because it was all my dad knew he knew that it provided for his family for our family and it was like how else are you going to do that so for him it was like you know you choosing this path like 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 not like don't you know don't disrespect what i did by saying no to this path Mm-mm. and it took me a long time to understand why it upset him so much and for year you know like for for a hot minute for years it was like there was always like this Subtle like distance, because because I was I was straight up zoned for a bit, <laughs> you know like oh like, I know. so you know like you know dad nah cut him off mom all right sweetie you know figure it out for a bit I gotta you know I gotta you know we gotta take we gotta uh, figure this out um, so that's when I was like okay so I lived in my car uh, my 2004 Mitsubishi Lancer <laughs> damn you had a Mitsubishi Lancer that is the brokest car yeah. That you, that,
3: you <laughs> Yeah
0: yeah yeah, 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 yo, <laughs> a her dog. That is the poor person's fucking oh, ID yeah. card right oh, there, yeah. That's it was, how so cool. yeah.
1: it was stock too. I didn't have the money to like <laughs> make you, it look
0: cool the way you, all the other that Asian Geo kids Metro it look Metro cool. or a
1: fucking Pontiac, uh, fucking, uh, what do you call that shit? Oh, that's so fucking funny, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's you know. So I went to LA. I, I lived out of that. Um, and it was just I spent an entire year um of just. Primarily just sleeping in my car, crashing at her place, crashing at my boy uh, Tyrone's place. Shout out to Tyrone. Uh, (laughs) um, And I was able to kind of like, I struggled through it, but I just kept on telling myself I'm doing, I'm out here doing what I love. So the hardest parts were always waking up and going to sleep. Everything in between was like, all right, I'm dancing. I'm good to go. Waking up, you got like... You got like knots in your back, your your <laughs> your your knees are hurting because you haven't been able to fully stretch out because yeah. Mitsubishi Lancers are small.
2: Yeah. There was They're a not... guy that tried breaking into your car when you were asleep. That story. I don't know why it makes me laugh. It's the way he tells the story. It's really not funny. I'm kind so, of twisted for laughing. But. No, that's I, funny.
0: I, I, to I, explain
1: this uh, shit to okay. me right now.
2: We, we forgot to mention so, this at dinner. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: explain. So <laughs> in the car. So so I'm in the car, right? Mm-hmm. So. Sleeping in your car is dangerous. Yeah. I didn't understand that concept because in my head, I was like, yeah, you're in your car. People don't do that. They don't be checking cars and all that. So me, I'm sleeping in my car. I didn't at the time. I thought. I thought that putting a sheet over the windows would be enough to be like, hey, this is private. There's someone in here. I'm sleeping in here. Yeah, I'm sleeping in here. (laughs) So I put like I'm I'm literally making adult pillow forts in my car (laughs) because I that's I was just like. Here's what i got to do five dollar sheet from wherever and bam so i'm in my car sleeping and this is kind of what kind of really motivated me to like get out of the situation because i mind you at this point i had already been in there for like five months so i was i was i got i found a system i had a routine like i knew to go to the local dance studio or the gym to like you know to keep my hygiene up i knew to uh you know where to get my food i knew like you know my timing and all that so at this moment, though, it was like it was like two a.m. or something, and I'm watching David Sow videos.
2: This is so true. Oh my god, this is so true. <laughs> I'm
1: watching videos, and this is what this is another big part to kind of circle back on it too. Like I've been watching you for a long time, so for me, motivation-wise, like um, as a young as a young mixed Asian, I always looked up to like your content and other people's content because it was it was something that made me laugh. It was something that inspired me. And it kept me going. That was the biggest thing. It kept me going. Like, I always looked forward to those videos, like your old vlog videos, when you would, you know, you would watch a watch a video that someone sent you on, like something and then you would react to it or all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I I love that content and that content got me through a lot of my my lonely car nights. So <laughs> and what happened was, is I'm watching a video <laughs> and I hear someone. I, mind you, I'm in the back seat of my car. Someone is trying to get in the car. I'm like this. I'm like. Huh? <laughs> like I'm like uh this is happening. Okay, so here's the funny part. <laughs> I have I had a replica Colt 45 uh pistol. A replica. It yeah. was, yeah. It, was dis- it was disassembled whatever it was, but it it was the same casing. It was still like it looked like a real gun. It just does not fire. It just doesn't fire. I had that cuz my brother was <laughs> gifted that for one of his birthdays cuz you know that's like he was into uh, like guns and all that at a younger age to um because he knew that he was going to eventually go into the Navy. But <laughs> what he didn't know is that, you know, going to L.A., I thought to myself, I'm like, I might need to keep this on me for yeah, whatever yeah, reason. Yeah. <laughs> for moving out of your fucking car. Yeah, so I have it in my middle console. So I'm in the back seat laid out like this, like this. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I behind the sheet, I see the shadow trying to get in. I go into my middle console. I pull out the gun and I go like this like, put my hand under the sheet, <laughs> and I go, ta ta, ta ta like that. And he's like, I hear, oh, shit! And then he, like, runs away. And I went, I need to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This this ain't right." It was a- <laughs> the shaking. The shaking. You better run, bitch! It's like does he yeah. sound like he's crying? Is he crying?
0: <laughs> but he I hear you, sh- you sobbing it in the car. Tap, what tap, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, let me run this back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: It's yeah. the tap 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 that kills the, me. It's the tap tap tap. God, that's
0: so that's so. You know That's actually kind of frightening on the other side. Like this. Motherfucker
2: has a gun
1: You know And they're out Well mind you All he sees Is a busted down Mitsubishi Lancer yeah. With taped windows Yeah, yeah. Taped windows it was, it was at that point And just That'd be so funny He felt so sheep. bad for you He just wanted to give you Like some money <laughs> Yeah He
3: just, he <laughs>
0: ah, just started bad. sliding A dollar through the window crack <laughs> Ah shit give me that back <laughs> He goes I feel bad for you <laughs> Genius Brain listeners This podcast is brought to you By Hero Bread Listen I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of – I mean they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their – if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking Good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to Hero dot c-o and use code genius10 at checkout that's g-e-n-i-u-s one zero at hero dot c-o Here you go. So, yeah, I wasn't gonna rob you, but I saw you. You drive yeah. a Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw that. That's uh. great. So wait. So you you explain how you met him?
2: Okay. So Donovan and I we met at a Clear Talent meet and greet. So we are get, close, by get the, closer to the mic. Hey, sorry. Yeah. And you okay. can angle
0: it down for yourself too yeah there you go is this better mm-hmm. Here you go,
2: my <laughs> wife. thank you my wife i've never been on a podcast before oh this my gosh yeah right, okay.
0: actually you're the first this is the first podcast you're, you're doing, doing great on. this is yep. great i'm fucking fascinated thanks. i love the stories
2: <laughs> thanks so donovan and i we met at this dance event it's called the clear talent meet and greet that happens every year
1: clear talent is our uh, talent agency that we're both repped by mm-hmm. so they, they mm-hmm. both represent us as dancers somehow even though I haven't booked a dance job and like doesn't matter, doesn't matter. They're like, they're like, keep signing that contract. I'm like, I got you just in case. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
2: but I I had been signed already for a couple of years and I would attend those meet and greets every year. And so this particular year I saw this guy in the back of the room and he had on, I think he had on black hat with black gloves and his hat was on like really, really low. He literally looked like Channing Tatum. Ooh. Literally Channing Tatum in the back of the room. I was like, who the hell is It's this? been a long
1: time. <laughs>
2: and, <laughs> and he was just so talented. We were learning choreography in this dance class and then we would take that choreography and we would perform it at the El Portal in North Hollywood and then all of these executives and creative directors and other choreographers that were looking for dancers to hire, they would come and they would watch us. And so there were a bunch of CTG clients there and he was a new client. Mm. So I would never seen him before so I'm watching him, staring at him from all the way across the room. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell is this?
3: was
2: <laughs> well, staring at him for a little too long and he had a really mysterious <clears throat> vibe. So, it wasn't even mysterious.
0: He was just hungry and poor. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Basically, <laughs> it's like oh, you yeah. like, I, you would never know. You would literally never know the way that he carried himself. Yeah. It was just sexy and mysterious. So I was like, no, 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 no. They
0: tired and hungry. <laughs> I know. It's like oh, he's so quiet. It's because I haven't eaten in
2: days. I'm That's just hungry. Literally, eaten. <laughs> like deadass, I would have never known the way that he. Carried himself, and so I went up to him once we got to the El Portal right before the show started. I was like, "Hey!" I like grabbed his arm. I was like, "Hey!" He was like, "Sup?" I was like, "No, no, no. My name's Jojo. Nice to meet you." And he was like, "Hey!" hey. So then we we proceeded to practice the routine together, and then
1: mm-hmm. oh, that so you night. you approached him. Oh yeah, oh, I approached him. Yes, because I was so like. I'm in LA. Yeah, yeah, I'm focused. Yeah, and then she, you know, she kind of, it, it, in like in a literal and figurative sense at the same time, she, be, so she was the first person I ever talked to out here, because so for really? me I spent I spent a lot of time alone, just, you know, going through my paces. So no one really knew who I was, like, cause and I, that's because I had such a chip on my shoulder to succeed that I was in that like. I'm in LA. I'm not gonna talk to nobody. I'm gonna make my money, grind right. it out. Yeah, yeah While yeah. I'm living in my no. car, <laughs> eating peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna fuck his life up
3: <laughs> and walk up to so him. So she
1: literally <laughs> pulls my arm and is like, "Hey!" And in that moment, I'm like, "A friend? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> this shining beacon of light right here. Yeah. So, yeah. Then she let me know, like, "Hey!" Like, I teach. Um, and, mind you, so I'm I'm a gas her up real quick. She teaches sold out <laughs> classes weekly and has worked with. And uh, a hundred class, like a hundred plus people per class, and she's worked with like really big music artists in the industry, like you know over the years. At this point, she only had around five people in her class. So like this, wow. it, was, it was towards like the humble beginnings of her choreographer and dancer career of that sets Because actually, no, just your choreographer career, because you've been dancing already for a minute. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah, I'll come take. She didn't know that I was living in my car and also driving two hours, like whenever I had to be <laughs> yeah. in LA. Yeah. So she was like, come every day, come whenever you can. I was like, all right, cool. Just going. And then
2: yeah. he literally showed up at my class, like, if was it the next day? Like, or the next a couple days. Day, okay, the next day. And I was a sub. I didn't even have my own teaching slot yet. So, yeah, this was my like, beginning of my career. I didn't know where it was going to take me. I was just doing it for fun, and I wanted to be around good energy, and Donovan had great energy. So I was like, I don't know if you'll remember that I told him my class was at this time at this place, but it was nice meeting him, you know? So he I ended up showing, showing a notebook.
3: up. had written
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he showed up to my class the next day, and I was teaching to 7-Eleven by Beyonce, and it was, like, the girliest routine ever. Like, it was a heels routine, and I had never had... A male dancer in my class before and it was a big deal for me because i mean i love teaching but when you have a really really talented male come to your class especially back then it was a really really big deal Mm. and so he absolutely killed it in my class and he made it super super masculine like he without me even having to say anything he made it his own and i Fell in love, not like romantically in that way, but I fell in love with him as, like the talented person that he was. I was like, oh my god, like I want to be in his life. I I want to actually be close to him. I want him invested in my business. Like, <laughs> I was like, I need to be in right this now. guy's life. Yeah. Like he's so talented. He's funny. He's nice. He's sexy. Like what the hell is this? Like I need to know more about him. So I posted him on my Instagram that day. I was like, oh my god, look at this delicious bundle of like sexiness that came to my class today. <laughs> and uh we stayed close and
1: I got five hundred followers that day. That was that's such <laughs> yeah. a funny joke too. I was like I was like what's happening? You now no, mind you, me and my parents aren't really speaking at this point, but I do text my mom. So I texted my mom like, I'm making it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like you know, just like the small it was like the small little like feedback of yay, I got tagged on Instagram, and something like that. But I didn't yeah. even have a lot
2: of followers back then. This was when you could post 15-second clips over, on Instagram yeah, 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 that yeah. time. You
1: had over 10K. Having the K was everything back then. Just it
2: was. It really was, yeah.
1: So, yeah, no, and, yeah, I, I kept attending her classes, and, you know, eventually we ended up working together even more, and and then love blossomed. And It's <laughs> kind of crazy, too, like, I feel like women are so good
0: at looking at things beyond physical characteristics, right? More mm-hmm. than more so than men because you you liked Donovan because you saw something in him, right? Yeah. Like you saw something about him that made you really attracted to. Him. And it's interesting because when you so when you came here and you were living out of your car, right? Like that whole that whole process for you like what was like the the like the mental shit that you were going through because for me when i first started and i didn't have any money that that would like fuck with me a lot mm-hmm. Yeah, i mean like mentally it fuck with me a lot because yeah. when you come into this city everybody likes to flaunt what they have they yeah. always say like like LA is about what you what it's like what you drive and what you wear and LA and New York is about where you live mm-hmm. so here Everybody has this position to kind of show how important they are by how much money they have and like that type of notoriety. And but because I grew up so fucking broke, I never gave a fuck about any of this stuff. Like, I, mm-hmm. I was also a, a youth minister, I was a pastor. So, yep. physical things don't matter to me, you know what I mean? It's always about life experiences, meeting great people. Yeah, so obviously, I understand. Like, when you came here, you had to have this perception of, like, okay. I'm in L.A. now, now I have to do L.A. shit yeah. to make sure that people
1: don't fuck with me or they know who I am. Mm-hmm. So exactly. likely I, I had I had the biggest wall up because I was I was afraid of that, like, you mm-hmm. know, like in terms of, um, you know, because because you always hear the, the stories, especially when you, you know, when you're the outside looking in, you always hear the stories of like L.A.'s cutthroat and it's very clicky. And it's like, you know, it, there's a lot of, you know, like certain things that go with it. All of it, true, by the way. But <laughs> but. The way that I was raised was instead of like showing off what you have, because I I didn't have that much, obviously, when I was out there and I, I, you know, I I, like I can't say that I grew up like poor, but we grew up with the because, you know, like my parents grew up, they, you know, they grew up with like at a point they were like bankrupt or something like that. Yeah, but I didn't know <clears throat> because if they would know this they, stuff. Would, they would, they wouldn't tell us. Yeah. They, you know, like as a, so, if I had ramen noodles every night, I was like lit. Ramen noodles <laughs> is <laughs> killer. Like, I, I love ramen. Or, or my mom had these things called fen for yourself nights, and that basically meant there's a there's a full pot of rice. <laughs> Go make something, whatever the hell's in the cabinet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we always had like either ramen, uh, Vienna sausages. Shout out to Vienna sausages. Uh, Yo, they let me got tell you spam, some of all of it. So Yo, that's that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah. Um, but mentality-wise, I was taught it's not about like what you have; it's about the way you make people feel. Yeah. Um, and I that's always stuck with me throughout it. So like for me, like when it came to the mixed groups that I've been in, in terms of like whether they were well off or whether we were all roughing it together. It was it was always about I always cared about the way I made people feel and the impression that I made on them almost to like almost to like almost too much sometimes where I'd be like, you know, and, become a people pleaser. Yeah. And people yeah. would take advantage of that eventually. A hundred percent. So yeah, I get that. Yeah. So I mean, for you two, like,
0: <clears throat> I guess like when you saw because when you were together, you were living in the
1: car, but she had a place. But you didn't want to stay with her. Yeah, because so, out of, and this was mostly out of respect. Remember, like, so she, her parents don't know who I am. Ah. They, they are very protective of her. Mm-hmm.
2: Especially <clears throat> back then, like my parents are so protective over me that they, it, they didn't want like my boyfriends in the house because my dad, Cuban man. <laughs> I know everyone's parents are different, but my dad did not want boys in the apartment at all. Yeah. Even if I lived there on my own and they weren't there, they just felt very weird about it, so. And in
1: hindsight, like, I get it. absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah like, yeah, I no, get it. don't let him in. <laughs> so with that being said, the her being living at a place in me, you know, and mind you, we are still friends at this point. I wanted to be super respectful. So she would even be like, hey, come stay inside. I'd be like, no. Nah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay. In, like, I'll stay in the car. I'll crash at, Ty, at Tyrone's place. I'll be anywhere but here. And she was like, you know, she respected it. And it even got to the point sometimes where she'd be like, "I'll come, I'll come, I'll come sleep in the car with you." I was like, I'll, "Let's I'll, make a fun yeah. I'll Make
2: some fettuccine. I'll, make, I'll make some pasta. Like, we can, hang, hang, so we can, we can hang Yeah, we can, we can hang out."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, It, wild, it didn't dude. get to that point. It didn't get to that point. We started dating before that point happened because then. I was worth it, but, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so I mean, in terms of our relationship, like she was the first person to really show me that LA wasn't such a, such a hard place, um, that you can find your, your people, you can find your village and your, your, your circle. And I held that dear. So yeah, I, yeah, I kept yeah. up with those morals. I protected her because I didn't, anyone that I saw that was like kind of going off signs of was always, and people know me for this. I'm I'm silly. I'm funny. I like to crack jokes and I like to have a good time. But if you don't know me, I'm very standoffish sometimes, and I can and it almost comes yeah, up as intimidating. He, that's exactly how I am. <laughs> <laughs> like like people won't people will be like, oh, Donovan hates me. Like, nah, he, he doesn't I hate you. Just, he know just you. doesn't. He just doesn't. Know, he that's really what it is. <laughs> so. And I learned that from you, by the way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, that's pro-
0: I mean that's how I am, a hundred percent. And like, the, the reason why is too. And you know, I've, I've I've thought about this a lot. It's like I, I've definitely met a lot of people in this world who are very likable, right? And likable doesn't mean you're a good person, right? And yeah. People like to use this 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 skill, this tool that they have to get mm-hmm. close to people, and you you think that you know them because they're very good at lying about who they are. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's. A very tough world like that right yes and so wow. i've i've kept and here's this i mean i'll go back to this but mm-hmm. one of the things that i really enjoyed and i know this is something really odd but when i attended their wedding which by the way i fucking hate weddings i don't know what it is about <laughs> you two that i really fucking like uh, you know and the more more i hear about your story it makes sense and i i'm, a, I'm somebody who kind of goes with their gut feeling right yeah and thanks uh, for coming to our wedding <laughs> thank you so mid, much the fucking wedding was fucking dope so, uh, <laughs> it was fucking amazing and so when I I saw that when you were up there and I saw your, your groomsmen and your guys bridesmaids like, it's like people that you grew up with no. I don't see that a lot in the city mm-hmm. people come into the city and they forget everybody that they know they go yep. I'm, I'm this new invented human being yep. people have, that they that they that help them be who they are today, they forget about them like that. Yep. And that is a true tell sign of how they are as an individual. I saw your friends from how you grew up and they were yep. all there with you. Yep. I was like, I, I knew I knew I liked this guy. <laughs> you know, and yeah. I've had the same friends since ever. Mm-hmm. Right. And when I came to this city, whenever I go back, it's all the same. I'm the same fucking loser in the group. <laughs> they, they don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> same, <laughs> you know? same.
1: Kyle Paragas and Christian Magday, friends of 20 and 18 years. I'm on the Genie Genius Brain Podcast, baby. They, they, this they, is
2: a win. We, we
1: all we all grew up watching David, so you know, having David, so so, yeah, it was just a. It's a really genuine moment, and then having having them up there, they're the friends that, no matter where I went, I've told that we've sat down many times, like we've had dinner. Um, whenever they drive out to LA, like I'll like I got their I got their dinner, like I'll like I'll pay for whatever they need to pay for, because it's you know it's a lot to drive out that far. Yeah, and. I let them know like on a day, on, you know, on, on a weekly basis, if I have to that, Hey, like wherever I go, y'all are coming with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they know that at this point and you know, like my best man, you know, it was crazy even when I asked him because I've had made so many other types of friends since then. And it's like, okay, yeah, you see those guys on a daily basis. And we only see each other like once a month, sometimes maybe even longer. And you know, when I asked him, it was almost like, wow, he didn't forget about me yeah, yeah yeah, and i would never forget about them so that's you know those are the people that were up there and then you know along with every era of my friends my family uh my og boys from home uh my my friend tyrone that i you know he mm-hmm. was up there too and then uh and then michael my most recent like close close friend yeah, so yeah, yeah. everyone that was up there and including on her side they're all from different parts of our upbringing Mm -hmm. and we're very selective and we're very like everyone that was there was meant to be there. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Was was it hard for you when you were kind of like starting up and you know, you mentioned earlier that, you know, the hardest parts when you weren't busy was like waking up in the morning and then going to sleep at night. And like, how did you deal with that? Because those were the hard parts for me too, because I'm not distracted by all the stuff that I'm trying to do and I am just left alone and that was like the that was the hard part right because you're you're kind of just like you can this is what happened in pandemic too everything that we were allowed to push aside we had to face right here yeah. a lot yeah. of people got divorced a lot of people split up people yeah. left their jobs because now that you can't be distracted with bars hanging out going out doing all this mm-hmm. other shit, mm-hmm. you were left alone with your thoughts and now you have to face it so how did you deal with it because i know that shit's fucking rough
1: I mean, the the best and
2: <laughs> the way
1: that I got through it from a mental aspect, even was I kind of just I, I mean, I took it day by day. I was like, OK, Sunday through, through Saturday, how am I going to make this work? OK, head of my boy. Hey, man, can I crash once this week? That's one day out of my way. Hey, can I, you know, can I come? drive my car to in front of your place and be there or head up another friend if i could get a couple of those days out of the week in terms of like making sure that i'm not in my car every day then it was a better week than me being in my car the entire week which Mm -hmm. happened quite frequently so for me what got me up was the feel like the worst part is the waking up and being like because you know you're not running your car all night (laughs) so you're, you're you're in there it's like an it's like an airtight seal. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just in there like. (laughs) And then like you open up the door like you feel like you're you're coming out from like a 60 year sleep. (laughs) Nah, but honestly, it was the it was the not wanting to be in that situation that kept me going in that sense. So from a mental standpoint, whether it was like because there would be nights where like I would cry myself to sleep sometimes because I chose I, you know, At the end of the day, this was all my choice. I had the choice to go home. I had the choice to, like my parents never, they, you know, they, there was a point where it was like, yeah, disowned, but doors were never closed. Like, yeah, he's going to come to a sense. like, like, yeah, he's going to come back, like he's going to come back. And I chose to not go back. So for me, it was almost the, (laughs) there was a little bit of, I'm going to prove you wrong energy along with, I, I got to make it like I have to, so. I just made it. I made it. I just made it a, a better situation every time I would treat myself to a, a different brand of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going Kroger today. We're no. going Jiffy.
0: Yeah. baby. let's go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Extra we're gonna,
2: chunky. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to
0: treat ourselves.
1: Um, nah, Those struggle build. <laughs>
0: let nuts. me let me tell you.
3: Oh,
1: but um, oh, and at the time, oh, actually, one thing that I can say that and like I said, the mental the mental ways was finding the littlest things that, to make you happy. And for me, a lot of the time was like, you know, didn't have a lot of money for food. I got money for food now, but I, <laughs> I, I didn't have a lot of money for food. I would make, you know, everything like, you know, like I would get my only my favorite things. So like example, my if it was I was raised on struggle food. So I was mm-hmm. like, this is easy. I can do this. Yeah, let's let's go. Or Example, if I wanted to treat myself, Ralph's used to leave their baked goods on like a, they don't do this now, ever since COVID, but they used to have their baked, their leftover baked goods that were sitting there all day for free, like for anyone to take. So I would literally like, I would, I would stroll up in there. I didn't have any money (laughs) to pay for Ralph's food, but I was like, yeah, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm eating donuts tonight, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be on the. Fr- It'll be at the end of the week, so it would be like, you know. And then that would be like my Friday night. And if I was like hanging with my buddies, we wouldn't uh, mind you. None of my friends also had money to like be like going out, get yeah. drinks and all that. So instead, I was also like 19, so like you know, it was hard mm-hmm. to do anything because I wasn't. I was one of those guys that was like, you could get a fake ID. No, I can't. I don't know how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to do any of that. So um, we would just go out and. This is actually how I kind of got into filming is I would have an iPhone. I I still had an iPhone. We would film ourselves dancing at like 3 a.m., like all the way through the night, find like cool locations throughout L.A., trespass into some construction sites. Those are the uh, best videos. And and, and (laughs) film, film some stuff and just, you know, have a good time. And those are still some of my favorite memories to this day. Like, even though I'm at the point now where I don't have to do that, I'm like, should I just run it back for the one? Like, I'll help my friend. Be like, yo, should we should we go do that? And please. then by the time and by the time,
3: <laughs> please.
1: And by the time it hits 12 o'clock, though, I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I can't do the because we would literally be up from all hours of the night till 8 a.m. Just not doing it. Because imagine I don't want to go back to my car. Yeah. yeah so yeah. if I have to be like a crazy night owl and then, you know, I come up to my boy's crib and he's like, hey, bro, we were up all night. Like, just crash, just crash on the. It, mm-hmm. was, it wasn't a couch. It was a floor. Yeah. It was a floor mat. So I was like, come crash on the floor mat. I was like, yeah, fine. I was like, yes, yeah, not in the car. We're good.
0: Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it was it was the connections I've made with those people, along with time management, along with keeping myself looking like keeping something for me to look forward to. Those are the things that mentally came, kept me sane. And I always had her her classes weekly to always look forward to, too. Mm. So yeah, I was I was able to keep that up. And then eventually I had the opportunity to get myself out of it. In and in a very um, in a small way, but it ended up being like a really big opportunity for me to like just change my life entirely. And that was picking up the camera and starting videography. Um, and once I did that, I was like, I could start, I, you know, I talked to my buddy. I was like, hey, I don't got a lot of money, but I can pay like a certain amount of rent just to you know not be on the street. And he was like, bet, let's do it. Wow. So, and I never, I never went back to the car since. That's fucking crazy,
0: man. Like, I, like I said too, like that struggle shit is so real. And when we look back, some of, sometimes like the parts that were the hardest were some of the most fun moments of our lives. Oh yeah. Because we have nothing to lose.
3: (laughs) We literally
0: have nothing to lose. So if I fail, okay, I'm at rock bottom. It doesn't get much lower than this. (laughs) I know. Over here fucking crying, eating peanut butter, watching this fat Asian guy. I just... Like, this, this is a low point of my fucking life right now. <laughs> you know, you can't take anything from me at this point.
1: <laughs> he looks great, by the way.
2: Oh my god, looks great. I've seen, <laughs> yes. I've, I've
1: seen the the shrinking throughout the years, and it's very inspiring. I'm going to be honest. When I was in the car, I was very skinny. <laughs> so now I'm like, you know what? I'm getting inspired it's by you cuz your life right is now. too good dude this <laughs> is what I happens <laughs> I, need, I need some struggle you're
0: going to no. I want you to go buy back that fucking Mitsubishi Lancer yes <laughs> go back in that fucking car and
2: suddenly you're so thin. <laughs> <laughs> so hilarious
0: it's interesting man like I I I really do appreciate like how you how both of you have such a very strong drive towards building something that a lot of people don't do right so I think that we're so we're in this age where everybody wants to try to do everything, but you guys seem to be very focused on what you do. Specifically mm. you as a dancer too, I had no idea how fucking huge you were. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know. Like, no, I don't know these things, you know? And I'm, I was like, oh wow, she's a great dancer. What is this, a, a million views? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> like that was shocking to me, right? Cause it was just, oh, I'm meeting these people to yeah. have breakfast. And then I'm like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> And let me tell you something. Sometimes I'm watching you, I'm like, how oh, you're I always say this when we were having dinner, I'm like, look at those knees. And I was like, knees.
2: I was like, that go. knees was steel. Just
0: dropping to the fucking floor. Like it's nothing. If I yeah. drop to the floor, I'm done. That's it. <laughs> I'm, it. That's where I'm sleeping for the rest of the night. <laughs> you gotta so
2: come how, to one of my classes.
0: Like how did, uh, Okay, so how did you get into dance?
2: So, well, really young age, I was like five and I had a lot of energy as a kid. And it was just always Like, as soon as my mom signed me up for my first jazz class, that was it. Um, I fell in love with it immediately. And then my senior year, I was like, I can't picture myself doing anything else. And I didn't know anything about L.A. or the entertainment industry. I was just really loving what I was doing every single day. I had a dance room in my house in Massachusetts. That's where I'm from. I'm from the East Coast. And so I was like, I don't know what my future will hold, but I know I don't want to go to college. Like, I had a whole scholarship to go to AMDA, and I scouted it, and it was like, it seemed cool, but it wasn't what I wanted to do. Like, I knew I wanted to do music videos and commercial dance. I didn't want to do modern and ballet and that like really structured, militant style. So my mom was like, we're gonna give you one year in LA. We're gonna move out there with you for a year, and if you don't work or if you don't get signed, then that's it, you're gonna come back to Massachusetts. So. It was like a contract that I made with them too. Like, I was serious. I was like, okay, let's let's make it official. Like, let me sign my life away. I will make this happen. That's pretty
0: interesting. How old, you were 18 at the time?
2: Uh, no, I was 17.
0: Jesus Christ. But yeah. you were that focused, huh?
2: I was so focused, because I also, like, when I was in school, I, not to make it sound like this, but I didn't have a lot of friends in high school and I was bullied for being a dancer because I'm from like bumfuck Massachusetts, okay? okay? I went to um, a Catholic school. You're
1: not marrying your cousin? What the fuck? Right. <laughs> it's funny because every time she describes it, it's always bumfuck Massachusetts. I'm literally from
2: bumfuck Massachusetts. It's not just
1: Massachusetts. It's, it's bumfuck, bumfuck Massachusetts. Yes. Massachusetts. I went and it's to, the actual name of the city. <laughs> right. Right there. I, I went
2: to a Catholic school and and i just didn't fit in with anyone over there i was like this weird girl that missed every monday and friday of school and they would see all these pictures of me at dance conventions like all over the countries throughout the week all over the country throughout the weekend and then i would come back and then my hair would be a different color because i was finding myself as well creatively and i would get inspired everywhere i went and so i would get picked on and then i mm. th- there were like days where people would just make snarky comments at me. There was one day where this girl printed out my very first headshots that I put on Facebook and they put my pictures all over the lockers and they ripped my face off.
3: Dude,
0: why are girls so fucking mean, dude? But I
2: kind of liked it.
0: Ooh, ooh. I kind of
2: liked it because I was like, wow, they're so obsessed with me. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is They iconic. always say this
0: too, like guys would physically bully somebody. Girls like to fucking mentally oh, yeah. fuck yeah. with you, dude. It's crazy. It's 10 times worse. Just beat me up. Like yeah, Just fucking slap me in right? the face. Like, don't, me don't do this shit. You okay. know out of my misery. Yeah, no,
2: they, they would make fun of me, but in my head I was like, you know what? They're all basic bitches. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. in the, the back of my head, like, I wouldn't cry. I would just look at them sideways like, I know I'm the one that's getting picked on and bullied in school, but they have no idea how legendary I'm going to be in life. <laughs> like, I I knew it, and it was said in my head already. Like, it clicked in my head one that's day amazing. that I wasn't going to stop until I made my parents proud, until I proved them wrong, because they also wanted me to work at um, their family business. They yeah. didn't want me to go to L.A., because they wanted me all to themselves. Like, we have a very close bond, but they also weren't sure if being a professional dancer was gonna be secure for me. Mm -hmm. So, which I understand how they feel, you have to work really hard in order to make consistent money as a professional dancer, but I wanted it so bad, like I was willing to fail, I was willing to do whatever it took in order for me to do what I love every single day, so when they gave me that one year, I hustled. I hustled really really hard i would mm. take seven classes a day mm-hmm. Jesus i would go to the gym Christ. oh yeah no and my mom would take me my mom and dad they would take me to these classes and then we would eat in the car during the breaks and even before that i would wake up and i would go to the gym at night i would take a hot yoga class and then i would go to sleep i would eat a meal and then i would wake up and do it all over she had again back abs yeah no i was, <laughs> she had I was back in abs. the best shape of my life and, and I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> have you ever
1: seen back abs? Dude, no.
2: I got to send you the photo, but I had like a, a four pack. It's great Behind my back.
1: Dude, I'm just trying to lose my a little my now, oh my Same. <laughs> I know.
2: That's, cr- dude. I was so focused.
0: You know what's interesting? I think like one of the things that both of you have in common is like this very strong identity of self, right? Uh, when we were talking uh, yesterday too, like Thank hearing you. your story and your story, it's like you guys kind of never strayed away from like loving your individuality, right? Which is very fucking hard to do when you're young. Mm. Like that took me a long, long, long time and you guys already had something about you that i didn't have at your age mm. like when you were telling me your stories about you just being that weird anime kid where you would cut <laughs> this fool, this motherfucker by the way i wore the jersey he, i wore the jersey he today. said
1: he would sh- show up in school and just
0: dress up as a ninja
1: this is so true yeah. i had the tabby boots the the, the the whole gi the whole thing like it wasn't like i was it wasn't no walmart shit. yeah like i was like i'm gonna get the authentic thing like it took me like two weeks it shipped out Got it, I would get picked on a lot. But see, this is what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like I fucked up in high school all the way until my last year
0: because I always tried to do something that I wasn't. I was like six different people. And mm. that was so exhausting because you're so scared <coughs> of personal judgment. And this is where I always say, too, like, if you can focus all this time on trying to be somebody that everybody else wants you to be, just do it in developing who you want to be. Mm. Yeah. And then see how far you'll get. Because I, I didn't start doing that until like my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, You know, when I look back on it in high school, there were those kids who were like you that used to get bullied a lot, right? Mm -hmm. But now I look look back on it, I'm I'm envious of those kids because at least they were themselves, unapologetically, Mm -hmm. every fucking day. And you had to sit there and take all the scrutiny, right? and just be, un- just understand like this is who I am. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna change who I am because of what other people want. And it took me all the way till I was 18 to figure that shit out mm. because I wanted to be, I, I still wanted to watch anime with my anime friends, but then after you know school at nighttime, I was like wanted to kick it with these thugs because yeah. I wanted to be a tough guy. And then you were just, yeah. I was just a phony. In, in this group I was a phony, in this group I'm a phony, in that group I'm a phony because I just wasn't happy being who I was. Mm. And so, but you guys figured that out so fucking early on. And like seeing that too, I could see why you guys are such so successful at an earlier age. And I always talk about this too, because people don't understand how hard it is to lie about yourself every day it's hard. You got to keep that face up every fucking day, every day. and you have to remember these lies all the fucking time. So when you're around this person, oh, I don't want them to think I'm this, this and that. So yeah. I have to be this person. And then you turn it off and you go somewhere else. You have to be somebody else. It's such an exhausting way to live.
2: So yeah. And I think like
0: for, for young people too, they're, they're scared of being themselves because of that judgment. But I'm telling you right now, like you will find that circle that accepts who you are. And yep. those are the people that you focus on the most. When you when you focus so much on being this fake human being, and I don't mean fake in like the typical sense of like being a bad person, I mean like yeah. fake in the sense that you're not who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All that shit catches <clears throat> up. You'll find yourself one day where you'll wake up and you go, Oh, I actually don't have friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah they'll either use you, and they'll go to something else, or maybe you're that person who'll use them, and you'll go to something else, else. and they'll Mm -hmm. fucking cut you out, and you go, oh, oh, these people were never my friends. No, you were never their friend. Yeah, (laughs) entirely, yeah. Yeah, and that's why when I saw that you guys have such a strong group of friends around you, Mm -hmm. having a good time, like that was very, very important for me, like watching you at the wedding, and like, like I said, I saw you with friends since you were in high school. And Mm -hmm. you've amounted all the success, but you still carry the people that are that built who you are till this day shows like really good character in you, right? And I don't see that a lot sometimes. Like I in your guys' age group and how fast life moves, it's very important. So when I hear your story about look, I was bullied in high school, people didn't know who the fuck I was, and I just had to be like, I have greatness in me. I have to believe in this shit. And when I leave here, I'm gonna show people, right? Mm -hmm. And I guarantee you too, people come out the woodwork. They like, do. <laughs> dude, I remember people in high school, like, yo, I'm proud of you. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like,
3: who, yeah. I don't even know
0: your
2: first and last yo, name. Yeah. Who are you? I have a crazy story about Tell that. It. It's short, but, like, w- the first job that I booked in L.A. was the VMAs, and it was Ooh. for the Britney Spears Vanguard. Is that how you say Vanguard award? Uh,
1: yeah, the Vanguard, yeah, yeah, right? Vanguard okay. award, yeah.
2: yeah so I was 17 and it was my first audition out there and I had just gotten signed so when you get signed you get sent to the really really big auditions for like the TV shows and all that so my mom's like okay Joanna this is like your first big audition and I was like alright I'm just gonna go there and like treat it as a dance class for yep. you know a lesson I book it and I remember when I went on TV or before I went on TV that very day of the VMAs I put on Facebook you'll see a familiar face on the VMAs and nobody commented on it cause they were like, I'm sure they didn't believe that I was gonna be on the yeah, VMAs. Yeah. When I was on the VMAs, I had such a clear like shot. I was one of the main three girls that popped up for Oops I Did It Again and Basically in the performance Britney wasn't in it it was a tribute to her where mm-hmm. we did we she did all of her she was literally in the audience watching us and we performed all of her iconic choreographies and I'm a young girl and she's my holy grail like she's the reason why I started dancing and I wanted to be an artist and all that so that was very full circle for me so I had a clear shot on TV like you could tell that it was me it was like night and day like that's Jojo oh my god there she is and so there were so many people commenting and tagging me in photos saying, oh my God, look at my friend Jojo, and it's like this girl that used to bully me in school. Jesus Christ. And she's like, oh my God, when are you gonna come back to Massachusetts and hang out with us? I was like, like weren't you like bullying me in school? Yeah. Like, it's just so crazy, the people that, you know, bullied you for what you were doing on the weekends, all the hard work that you were putting in, or when you, I would come back and I would have like a different color in my hair to be different. Those people that made fun of me, they were, pretending to be my friend. Because
0: they always wanted to be you. That's why. They always wanted to be that person who had your type of confidence mm-hmm. that was very so focused. Crazy. Because they didn't have anything going on in their lives. And, you know, when I used to hear this stuff, too, I used to be like, oh, is that really what's going on in their head? But that's really what it is. Yeah. Happy people don't do that to other people. Right. When, when you're happy and you're focused on your own goals, you don't go out of your way to make somebody feel bad when they're not doing anything to you at all. Literally. Right. And like, so by the way, if I, if you ever see me bully somebody on here, it's because I hate them. <laughs> they're pieces of shit, all right? You just don't know why. I, I won't give out the reasons, it's just they're a piece of shit. But that's what happens. Like these people who were so, and you'll see these people in high school because you're from bumfuck nowhere.
2: Bumfuck, you know, so You know, these
0: bumfuck people that you knew, they're probably still doing the same fucking shit that they're always doing,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: they're sitting there just hating on everybody else. Because I guarantee you that same person who says like, oh, this is my friend, they're still talking shit about you though. Oh, hell yeah. Right? They're still talking shit about you. God,
2: I love it.
0: (laughs) You know? And you're going to continue to amount to whatever type of success that you have, and you're going to continue to do it. And every day is going to eat them up inside, right? And that
2: turns me on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It it should, though. Like, it it really does, right? Because it's kind of sad when I see people, and I don't mean to say this to make me feel better, but I find it very sad when somebody wakes up every day, and they have to write or... you live in their head fucking rent free and you're just doing what you're doing. Right, yeah. <laughs> and it's the craziest thing. Yep. And they want you to think about them so fucking hard so. They want reactions. They, yeah, they'll keep writing these comments, they'll yep. do something and then finally when you react they think, oh I got you. But it's yeah. like for us on the end we're like, no I just wrote one comment back to you and I'm right. about my day and I'm yeah. still doing what I'm yeah. doing. Moving on. But for them it's, it's the saddest thing that they finally got that response and now they're alive. They're like, oh, I,
3: I got him.
2: Oh, I need yes. more.
0: Yes. <laughs> more. And they wake up the next day and they try to write another comment to, mm-hmm. to affect you. Yep. And so it's that's like. That's
2: crazy.
0: It's, it's kind of insane. And that's what I'm saying. Like unhappy people behave this way. Right? When you're happy, you don't you don't care. And you two are very happy people. I'm I'm pretty sure you're not sitting around going, Time to get on Reddit and <laughs> talk some shit. You know? And that's like the highlight of your day. I have a ghost account for that.
1: <laughs> we have
0: I really Let's do want to create a burner account so bad. I, I wanna do it, but it just recri- it is just too much time, you know? So like I gotta do other things, you know what I mean? If I'm sitting here creating a, a burner account, like fuck you, you ugly motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Usually when I respond back, people know this now. It's like I'm taking a shit. Oh my god. You know, know, I'm just just shitting. So I'm like, all right, let me just let me just write something back. You are a loser and I fucked your mom. Sen. Alright.
2: Honestly, I love responding to hate comments sometimes because it really makes me giggle.
1: yeah, sometimes Makes it's fun. Me giggle. Sometimes it's fun. Adds engagement too. <laughs> yeah, it's great engagement. All of a sudden, you have more comments because yeah. you're you're going back and forth. <laughs> dude, I so recently try to try to beat up somebody because <gasps> this dude was like
0: threatening me, and I'm like, oh, oh, well. So you know, I posted these like fitness videos because yep. a lot of people have been losing weight with me. Yes, and I you know when I first started doing this, I didn't realize that I'll get there. me being <laughs> me being like a, a bigger person and mm-hmm. like you know being big wasn't an issue with me. It was just like when I hit t- like 27, 28, I started like feeling it. And mm. that was the part that was fucking me up. It's like, mm. oh, like heartburn and like yeah, my stomach was hurting. I just didn't feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my age is catching up to me. Mm. So I was like, okay, now it's time for me to like, you know, really focus and start, you know, having healthier habits. So having a six pack or getting like buff and physically looking better was never a goal of mine. It was just, I got to get rid of this heartburn. My fucking knees hurt. Mm. My back hurts. Yeah. Like I'm getting fucked up here. It's some real shit. Yeah, it's some real shit. As yeah. you get older, like, you don't think about these things. And so, um, I remember I met this kid, and he's a. Uh, I train with him now. He's an amazing Muay Thai fighter, right? Fire. And he's a fan too. And he's like, dude, I got fat because you were fat, because I wanted Shut to be fat like you. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, dude. <laughs>
2: That's some fucking influence, David. Are you <laughs> yeah, he was like,
0: you're, a, you're in Muay Thai since you were a kid. You saw me, you're like, David So's fat, I'm going to be fat. And I'm like, <laughs> what
1: the fuck is going on here you know so I just didn't have the money I was trying though <laughs> I was like I okay. wanted to be fat I just was so poor I just so much wanted so
3: oh my god you know
0: I started posting these videos and this guy you know clearly he's just like oh the way you punt your technique I'm like I don't really care about this stuff but he was like I can't wait till like, I smash your fucking face in. and I'm like oh where does this guy live and he lives oh in god. LA and I was like okay cool so you know hit up my coach or whatever I'm like hey, let's get this guy in no like, way like I I'm not scared, Like if, and he was like, I'm a pro boxer, I did all this other shit, I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're not, because a pro boxer would never comment on my right. random fucking training video, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh. I was like, this might be a great video. So I was like, hey, I want you to come into my gym. Shut come, up. F- come fuck me up whenever you want. Come and fuck me up whenever you I want. Was like, I was like, come on in, and, sh- and teach me, <laughs> fuck me up, do it. And then he's just like, you're just lucky I had this fucking disease now. I'm like, oh, now <laughs> you're gonna die. <laughs> Oh, now you got a doctor's note? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? So but he like,
2: wanted to smash your face in, like, five like, minutes ago. And
0: if he can, I would love for him to do it. That will just motivate me to get better. So I was like, come on in. And he was like, no. It's was like, you don't even know how to fuck him. I was like, here is the address. Here is the spot. <laughs> Here's my coach. You're going to have to sign this affidavit. Right? You'll sign this waiver. And then we could just spar. Right, and if you want to do it without spar, we'll keep it in off. the comments. This was that in the comments, yeah. Why I, I, I totally DM'd you. Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Were we pulling up?" Yeah. I Wait, like,
2: is <laughs> this still up? I want to. I want to see. Well, it. the
0: guy was like saying, oh, "Now he's now he's saying he's a gang member." I'm like, "You're not a gang member, bro. Like you don't bang at all. I know for a fact you don't bang because I'm not even in like the the radar of somebody who does shit like this." Mm. So I asked a couple of friends who's out in Long Beach. I'm like, "Who's this guy?" And he's like, "He's Long a, Beach." He's like, "I don't know who the fuck Signal Hill. And so hit this guy up, kept on telling him, come on in. You hit the Cambodian friends up. Yeah, I was like, come (laughs) on in. Because I was like, he's a nobody, right? But if he's a real fighter, I would like to test myself. Let's see it happen. And it would be a great video. In this video, if I get beat up, I'll still post it up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. It's content. Let's go. Do it. (laughs) This guy's fucking dodging this shit like a politician. And I'm like, all right, man. You're not a fighter. And Mm. it made me a little sad because I wanted a dope video. (laughs) I was like, it would be a dope video to see if I get beat up or to see if... He'll beat me up, because yeah. usually when I train, I train with friends, and we don't ever get angry. And I, I don't like being mad. So right. like when I would go to like some of these other gyms, some people like when they see a new person come in, they want to test their skills out, and it just gets into a brawl. And I hated oh, it. Dang. Every that's why I stopped training at random gyms, because when you're also somebody with a name to you, they want that video clip of you beating up this quote-unquote YouTuber. Yeah, and so. I've had like um, instances where I went to a gym, um, and I've talked about this years ago, but it was when I first started. It was like this guy just started swinging at me. Lo and behold, I fucking knocked this dude out at, at a gym, and I was like, "Hey." This shouldn't. Ha- this should have never gotten to this point. Yeah, right. Entirely. And of course, he was recording it. I don't see the fucking footage. How come you didn't post it? Because <laughs> <That's laughs> right. he wanted to record this. I didn't even know that they were recording. Uh, and so he wanted that clip of oh, I beat up this YouTuber. I beat up him. But okay. then this fool gets fucking karma, huh? cracked. He gets like TKO like in a sparring session, and he's just like wobbled. I was like, <laughs> I'm he sorry. Didn't... sorry.
3: Yeah. But he didn't post that.
0: the video. Yeah. Like, let, let me get that so, clip. Yeah. Let when me get clip the at? clip. Let me post <laughs> that fucking clip. And that wasn't very good either. But he wasn't good either at all. Right. It was. But. That's like the delusion that happens. And, you know, typically I don't really put a lot of um, time and effort into those comments, but I, I wanted a video out of it. so Hell yeah. And I tried it two or three times. But once again, people who are good fighters will never do that to me because they know I'm not on their level. So why the fuck would they waste their time on me? Yeah. They wouldn't do that. So just, so you
2: never got to do the video?
0: No, he just, I, for, I hit him up multiple times. He just didn't want to come in. So I just blocked him at that point. I he didn't like, want the smoke. Yeah, he didn't I was want like, the smoke. Yeah. And I was like, I, it, it would have been a light spar session unless he swung at me. Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. At the
1: end of the day, people. I don't know what it is. It's it's the energy thing. It's like you had the energy. It's like what you said. It's like some people just get up and crave that shit. Yeah, like they choose like, violence. They choose violence. Like the minute they wake yeah, up, up they choose violence. They're like, David. So posted a fitness Muay Thai video. Fuck this yeah. guy. and, and I'm like,
0: always just like. That's what I'm saying. Like, take that effort and then focus on yourself. Man. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like entirely. You would like the amount of energy you put into this, dude. You could have no idea how successful you would be. Yeah, like, you would probably kill it if you're waking up every day devising. He, this fool probably has like a task list. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like you're pretty focused. Just focus on whatever your own craft is. Like, yeah. eventually you'll get somewhere with it. Mm-hmm. And I always want people to be successful because successful people are happy and they stop fucking with people because mm-hmm. yeah. they're just doing their own thing like I, I dealt with this one person recently like a few years ago and she just went off the rails mm-hmm. and this person is just like consistently just hating on me all the time because i had to cut her out and all of our friends mm-hmm. had to cut her out mm-hmm. and you know i had a friend too who was a friend with this person and they just don't talk to them anymore because mm-hmm. they all they do is talk shit about me and of our friends and then the only thing i mm-hmm. say is like listen don't wish bad upon her because when she's successful and she's happy, she's gonna stop being so angry. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I wish bad things upon her, she's just gonna keep going through this cycle of death all the time. And she has absolutely no fucking friends. So mm-hmm. I want her to have friends. I want her to be successful. I want her to be happy because then she'll stop
1: fucking with people. Yeah. yeah, it's, <laughs> Right? Um, it's, yeah, it's, an, it's entirely true. Because, um, yeah, that's actually a really good takeaway. Like happy. Like when you're happy and when you feel like you're you're in your purpose, you kind of forget about the negativity and you're just all of a sudden you're just you're like, I'm doing my thing. And that's kind of why we've been able to because, you know, shit happens. You know, there, there's there been many times where people try to cross me or try to cross her and it, it comes down to like. Is my energy worth this right now? Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah and yeah. because it's like because mind you, like, you know, if we wake up and we go to sleep and we're dead tired at night we need that energy to do the things that we got to do that make us happy that pay the bills that like, you know, keep our success story going. Whereas if we spent an ounce of that energy on something else, we might not be able to perform something else because we, you know, our energy, it's like a daily thing. Energy is everything. Everything. So we hold we hold energy dear. So yeah, that's a a really good takeaway though. Yeah, I mean, like I said, when I when I watch your guys's content is
0: interesting. Like you know, from fan from fan, and now we're slowly becoming friends. And then now you guys are people who I look like. I, like when you started making videos, it made me happy. So like, oh well, maybe I want to start creating videos again because you know I'm, I'm I'm busy Please. like building. Like I want Please to do man. It. There's a lot of stuff that next year you know after I'm done building the store, like yep. I, I do want to get back into creating content, and we could create content together too. Like I, I would love to like. I, I just shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> you know like there's there's stuff that you could probably delve into that you've never done like um Shit, you might even—I might even give you a chance to like direct something with dialogue in it. It'd be, hey. it'd, be, it'd be something different. It'd be fun. It'd be fun. You know what I mean? And like, I always like working with people that I like. Like, there's definitely people who have done a lot of great things. I was like, but I don't really know you. I don't want to work with you, right? Because mm-hmm. everything I do is for fun. Yeah. Uh, everything I do is for my purpose of like growth and fun. If it doesn't have that, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's 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 hard for people in like traditional Hollywood to understand that, right? They go, yes. "Well, why don't you audition for this TV show?" It's like I don't like the TV show. Yep. And they go, well, it'll be a great. I don't care. Like I just, right. I just don't care. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it's it's hard, right? Because some people look at this as an opportunity, as a job, which is great if that's your passion. It's not mine, and you can't put your goals onto me. So period. Yeah, that's just what it is. Like you're you're, you're basing my happiness on your happiness. So if they mm. go, oh, well, here's this great movie deal. You know, why don't you audition for it, or try it out? It's like I read the script, I hate it. And they mm-hmm. go, well, beggars can't be choosers. Who says I'm a beggar? <laughs> why Period. am i why am i a beggar like i'm not a beggar like no. i've built my own path we, we've we've all everybody in this room has done things that they wanted to do in the way that they wanted it and then we've become successful doing it yeah so why are we beggars now because i'm not i don't want to do the
1: traditional route that you're going through yeah it's the it's that the the old way of like you have to do it in this way
0: it's an old concept. That's like, why. Look, old
2: concept.
0: One of the things that blew <clears throat> my mind was during the time, like, you know, I did the film, I was like doing the Netflix shows or whatever, but then I saw somebody who I really look up to and I've never met is actually Casey Neistat. And Casey Neistat has done everything, but he says the the, the most fulfillment that he gets is his YouTube.
3: Mm-hmm. He's yeah. done
0: everything yeah. and he keeps going back to YouTube. And because I came from like this sense of wanting to be the biggest stand up and doing all this traditional stuff, I didn't realize that what I was doing that w- was negatively affecting me was like chasing after this thing that I never wanted. It's because I wanted the notoriety of like, oh, this guy is like the best actor. It's like, wait, hold on a second. Look at Casey Neistat. He has it all. Yep. But he loves his YouTube the most because there's no red tape. We don't have to ask permission to do shit. We're not exactly. signing affidavits or whatever. We're exactly. just creating and we're enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so when I see what you guys create, and it, which is very hard to do, by the way, to have a like a social media couple that fucking kills it. You know, it's actually very hard having that, right? Because I think creatively you guys work well together and like hearing both of your guys' stories, you guys actually have a very similar mind state, which is like number one, first and foremost, is doing things that make you happy and also working hard at it too at the same time. Hmm. Because a lot of people chase happiness but they forget about the hard work. Yeah. And when they don't do the hard work, they're not happy, they don't know what's going on. But hearing your story about you just fucking like, listen, no school, I'm gonna come to LA and I'm gonna work my ass off, because a lot of people do that, but they don't work their ass off, and they right. wonder why they didn't make it.
2: Yep. No, 100%, <clears throat> yeah.
0: And so I love what you did. Like, it's it's pretty yes. fucking amazing. So when I hear these stories on this podcast, I always like hearing this. This is like the important part. Yep. Nobody would have guessed, like, oh, you know fucking this whole lived in the car eating fucking peanut butter and Top Ramen all day, you know? Not at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, he took his Actually, peanut butter. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going to fuck, did you like shower at 24 hours and shit?
1: Um, if it was, if I was lucky, I would,
3: mm-hmm.
1: however, I went, so they know this by now, Millennium Dance Complex. Period. <laughs> I would go in the morning before anyone got there and Jin Lee, she's one of the, you know, she's like one of the higher ups there. And this is the old location. She, at the end, there was a long hallway and I would go in through the back door, like, you know, like, cause the door was open, like, mm-hmm. you know, for anyone to hang out in there. But it would be like 9 a.m. and it'd be like or even earlier than that sometimes. And it's like, huh. Oh. And she would look down at the hallway, see me with like my little my little gym bag, and she'd be like. <laughs> and I would just I would go in the bathroom and just, you know, wipe myself down, make make myself clean, you know, if i take a little ghetto bath, you know. What oh I'm like the whole showers.
2: Yeah. Whole showers. <laughs> a bath. I love a horror bath. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know,
2: bath. I got yeah. I got
1: good at that. That that ended up being part of the routine. So it was just like, you know, and they, you know, because they saw that, they they uh they actually scholarship me.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, wow.
1: Yeah, they're they they, they they're, they're like, hey, we, you know, Jen was like, hey, I, I see that, you know, I'm not gonna ask about your situation, but um, would you like to, you know, like would you like to take classes here for free? And like, you know, do all, you know, and uh, sub sometimes, you know, help us out and stuff. And I was like, yes, please. Yeah, Fuck yeah, please, let's yes, do this. Please. So they, you know, I'm someone that I struggled, but I recognize all of the help I got along the way. yeah, And I owe my success to those people. And those people were people that were at the wedding and people that I talk to now. And we all have great connections and we keep those connections. We don't believe in burning bridges unless they have to be burned. Yeah, 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 yeah so
0: isn't yeah. that trippy it might be trippy for people who have seen both you guys like just start off and be like look at what the fuck like this is crazy because I think about that too when I see some of my friends who, who I was acting with in sketches and I've thought that they were the best actors now mm-hmm. they're on TV shows mm-hmm. they're doing all this stuff
1: I'm like that's fucking amazing crazy like know. it's crazy like even what even watching from growing up I've seen some of the people that you've worked with like you know like including yourself growing in the ways that you are like now with everything you got with the podcast, from your stores that you got go, opening up your multiple businesses, like know that myself as a viewer and as you know someone that's been watching you for 10 years plus, I see your journey too. And like, I'm proud that I've been watching you for so long and that I'm at this point now where I'm like, holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> we're here, it's <That, laughs> trippy, But isn't
0: that trippy though? Like life, <laughs> life is so fucking fascinating how it yeah. works out that way, right? And like, I, all these curveballs is, is what makes life really exciting. Yeah, and so entirely, you know. Sometimes when people think that, you know, I'm pretty sure when people who look up to you guys now, they think that you have everything figured out. It's like we have nothing figured out. No, literally, literally. <laughs> no shit. Nope. Still figuring <laughs> it out.
2: Like social media. Uh, we we are as authentic as we possibly can be on our social medias because we understand how it can be a blessing and a curse. Like you get to share what you love on there, but then the curse can be, you know. You have a bad day, you go on social media and then you compare yourself like naturally. Like that happens, like that even happens to me as yeah. well. And it's like a highlight reel on social media yep. when you can be having the worst day ever and then you can go online and then see all the amazing things that your friends and all all your peers are doing. And then you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, yeah. I suck ass. Comparison is a thief yeah. of joy. Oh. So, like, yep. it's it's important to keep that authenticity on social media and yeah i it's definitely i don't even know why i brought that up my brain just went
0: (laughs) 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 but like where did that
2: come from what were we just talking about before this my brain farts sometimes no it was
0: great i mean that's what i'm saying like you i get caught up in that sometimes too right like i i think like I'll, i'll be sitting around and because i'm working on this store i haven't been able to be creative and sometimes i'm thinking like oh shit like they're doing these new projects or whatever, well, I wanna do that too, but then I have to stay focused on my path, right? It's like, yes. and I'm one of those people that I have to see things through completion. Like this yeah. store has taken up two years of my life. And you know, I think for a lot of people, it's like, oh, are you auditioning? I'm like, no, I'm not doing any of that shit. I need to get this done, yep. right? Like I'm, I'm wanting to do this right now, yep. but because I've dedicated this and a lot of time and a lot of fucking money, I have to get this done, so. Yep. Um, I try not to live in, like, finites like that. It's like, I'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll do that shit. And I've seen other people who are active friends of mine who are just popping off, and they're f- six years older than me. So what the fuck am I complaining about? <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll all get there, and then, you know, time, like, goals will constantly change. The goalpost constantly moves. I wanted to be the biggest stand-up, and then I, I was like, wait, no, I like YouTube. I, I wanted did.
1: to be a dancer. Yeah. And here I am. I'm doing content direction now.
0: Yeah, which is fucking amazing. And it's just a different chapter in your life, and it feels great to... Who knows what you'll be in the next, you know, five, ten years from now. You might do a something. Dancer.
1: A dan- yeah, <laughs> you I'm might be... Kidding. You're going back to being going a dancer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going all the way back. <laughs> <Yeah>. She would. <laughs> yeah, We're man.
2: constantly growing and evolving.
1: I love it. Every day.
2: I want to get into acting.
0: You could do it. Oh. You fucking do it. I want to do that. You know, there's... <laughs> dude, just fucking do it. You know, Just do it. Just fucking do it. You know what? It's, just do it. This, this, well, <laughs> this is the thing, too. Um... When people ask, like, how do I get into stand-up? I was like, you go to an open mic, you grab a mic, make some jokes, and guess what? You're a stand-up now. Doesn't mean you're good or whatever, but that's all that it takes. It you takes start,
2: a- yeah. Yeah,
0: it's action. That's yeah. all that it takes. You go, because, I mean, think about it like this. When people go, oh, are you an actor? What makes an actor an actor? There's no credentials. Like, you go audition. Yeah, you audition. And now guess what? You're a fucking actor. Do it. <laughs> you know, that's really what it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in, like, the hoity toityness of, you know, having to always, like, prove your worth to everybody. Yeah. Like, you just got to do it to yourself. So if you want to be an actor, just go fucking out there and just do it. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't fucking work out, oh well. Back to the drawing board. Yeah. Do it who again. The, who the fuck cares? <laughs> like At the end of the day, who the fuck cares? Exactly. We're all going to die. You know? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I know. is that we all going to die. So yeah. I just want to do things that I want to do and try it out. That's why I've done so many random shit because then I failed so much. Like, a lot. But it just kind of like helps me check that that little list off. It's like, oh, I tried it, didn't like it. Cool, move on. At least you tried it. Yeah, yeah. It it, it makes me feel like I can live without regrets, right? So I don't ever want to do something or not do something because I'm scared, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all gonna die. What's gonna happen if I if I fail? Nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not a waste of time. I learned something. I'm like, oh, this is not for me. Right, because for a second there, I was like, maybe I want to try a you know eventually go into amateur boxing and pro boxing. I got punched in the face. I'm like, mm, not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I think I like <laughs> hitting the pads, and I don't like it when they hit me. Yeah. I so. have
2: a question for you. Yeah. If you could go back in time and relive one moment in your life, what would you choose to relive?
0: Man, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I want to relive moments, and I've literally maybe like before I go to sleep I've thought about this multiple times it's like what are these points in my life that were so centrifugal to who I am now that I would either change or do something different and how would it have changed the trajectory of my life right what if I never dated that first girl that I that I ever dated would I be the person that I am now Um, what if I went back in time and then I all the knowledge that I have now um, would change the trajectory of my life for something better. But when I think about that stuff, I also think about because of all the bullshit that I had to go through, it's mm-hmm. why I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cuz if let's say let's say for example like this, let's say I can record all my content, go back in time, right? And then upload and reshoot everything but make these small little tweaks, mm-hmm. right? Okay. It would definitely change the direction because i because the knowledge i gained on how to film how to light all the stuff my videos would look so different yeah right and it would be a lot more concise and better i would make better moves Mm -hmm. but then at the same time if i reach this level of success would i have met this person would i have met that person
2: it changes everything yeah
0: everything fucking changes so it's hard to say i I don't think i want to relive or redo anything because i am who i am now because of those things that have happened and um it's just I just don't wanna change that shit, right? Cause imagine if I, could I have appreciated the relationship I had with my mother if I didn't fight with her so much? Mm. Don't think I could've, right? Um, would I have had all these stupid funny stories if I didn't go through all the bullshit? Because of all these trials and tribulations, I'm allowed to be a comic because I can, yeah. I've i coped with it by flipping it and turning it into comedy. Exactly. If everything was perfect, I wouldn't have any of this shit. If I didn't fuck up and have that guy pull that gun on me, I wouldn't have that story to tell here. Exactly. Right? So, no, I wouldn't change shit because it's all important. It's everything. It changed my, my perspective of how I think about things, how I develop friendships, relationships. I probably would have never met you guys. Wow. You know, it's what makes you David so. Exactly. So like for all like imagine if you didn't go through the struggles of living through your living with your car and making that move here, you probably would have never met Jojo.
3: No. I so would you don't.
0: want to take these this struggle story out because look nope. at what happened at the end. You deve- you met this woman. Yeah. And now you guys are married. Yes, so we that are. you would have to take that away. <laughs> you know? Cuz imagine if you weren't that guy that was like starving and pretending like you're a super <laughs> super
1: <laughs> maybe oh she God. would have found you sexy. <laughs>
3: Right? I'm like, mm.
1: Look at this guy with his full stomach yeah, of food. Yeah, look, look at his full stomach of food. <laughs> I'm
3: screaming. That
1: guy's chipper. He's not mysterious enough. <laughs> exactly. He doesn't look starving enough. And then you're sitting here like, well, how come she doesn't
0: find me attractive? Oh, I'm not it's hungry. Because I had lunch. I know. Oh <laughs> guys. I love that shit.
3: That's well, hilarious. guys.
0: That wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. I hope you are inspired by this. Um, hope you enjoy their stories. You could check out both of them on their social media. Shout your guys' selves out.
2: I'm JoJo Gomez XO,
0: and at Root Koji on uh, Instagram. So amazing take take jojo's dance classes if you if you out there and you really about that shit all right
2: you got to come through are you about that shit
0: i would explode my hips <laughs> and knees i literally watch your shit and i get anxiety but it would be good content
1: <laughs> as i'm in the hospital after it was good content guys <laughs> good content make sure
0: you like and subscribe yeah. as i'm just being fucking wheeled out
2: <laughs> twerking twerking class with Jojo and David So coming soon oh, let's get it oh
0: yeah <laughs> and then of course Donovan amazing amazing videographer does just about everything photos are fucking amazing he's a dancer multi-hyphenated talented guy check him out um, you can catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12pm and we'll see you all next time peace Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over. And I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life. And I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise, you, you just can't beat it. Hero bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying. It's so. Freaking good! You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their. If you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is, just because like, if I'm gonna make a wrap or I'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm gonna use hero bread because I get to eat without all the guilt, and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S 1-0 at hero.co.